So, uh, uh, you guys ready to um, partake in the uh, the rites of uh, Satan here with yeah, us? Yeah, the um, ritual. I'm about ready to uh, sell my soul for the riches. The riches? Yes. All the chocolate I could ever want. Wow. You got to go meet the man at the crossroads then. Yeah. I was promised that I could get me a pharaoh in the year 1968. This is what they you, promised me. You settled me. for way too less. This is, could have got way better. Fuck you. Hey, everybody. What's going Wait. on? The Late Late Horror Show finally getting to... Rosemary's Baby, 1968. We made you guys wait four years. <laughs> four years. Before we did that. Wait, no one's we, even asking us to do this movie. No, it's my they favorite. They haven't even seen this movie. It's my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Rosemary's Baby, all 1960. Time? Of all time, yeah. Our favorite horror movie of all time. No, favorite, favorite, movie, of favorite time. movie of all time. It's a bold statement. It is a bold statement. One I'm sticking to. Um, but uh, directed by Roman Polanski. And, uh, yeah, I know, Ted. Yeah, Shomo. Yeah. He's a um, Him but, and Bill Cosby should share a cell. They should, yeah. Ooh, is that too soon? No, no, no. It's never too soon on Bill. this channel. But do what you do with the fucking attack of Roman Stormbuck. I got the perfect thing for you to do. Okay, yeah, anyway. Enough bad Bill. Enough bad Bill Cosby impression. Um... So yeah, my favorite film of all time. I love it, and we'll get into all the reasons why I love it so much. I did touch on it on our top ten list. Yeah. Top ten horror films of all time. Yeah. Three years ago? We did a long time ago. But... Um, We've probably done a couple of them. And Ted, you know, re-watched this, and it's been a long time. Fifteen years. And he was thanking me, you know. I mean, I liked it then, but it's like, my tastes have changed as I've gotten older. And I really like it more now. So, yeah. you know, it's great. You know, right? Yeah. right up my alley. The kind of slow burn stuff I like. Good acting. Good build up to oh, something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, based on, on a very best-selling book. What, but the, it follows the book very closely. Because I guess Roman Polanski, this was his first film that he did based off someone else's book. Yeah. And yeah. from what I was reading, I was reading up a little bit. He didn't realize that you could... Kind of do what you want with it. Yeah, you, you can reinterpret things right. and, and make it your you could own do that. And, and mess so around with it. Yeah. He and the author were in close contact. You know, he would even ask her, what color clothes, you know, what kind of dress do you think she was wearing in this scene? What yeah. did you envision? So he really tried to keep it as close to what the author intended. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, you don't even have to read the book. It's one of those cases where you don't have to read the book. You can just yeah. watch the movie. Watch the movie. and There's, You're not exactly, missing much if you read the book. Exactly what the author had in mind, picture-wise and everything. Even though you read a book, you always get you know your own right. image and, and you know feel and, and all of that stuff. Uh, you know, just so you know, I mean, eh, there's nothing wrong with the written word. I, I love you know yeah. I read all the time, but but from and I have this book and yeah. and and its sequel which I haven't read. Yeah. And, but you don't. I mean, if you've read it, fine. If not, you don't have to yeah. if you've seen the movie. But, the, but you're this, not gaining anything. This movie's got um, in order. There's here only with, one part which I'll get to yeah. that I think was purposely left out of the movie. Okay. Only one little part. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, 
star of the movie is Rosemary, uh, played by Mia Farrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Rosemary Woodhouse. Um, her character in this movie is just so pitiful. Yeah, she doesn't uh, have very I, much strength at no all. No strength. Um, I, I felt a lot of pity for her and felt sorry for what she was going through. And, and again, we'll talk about how the story develops. Complete anti-feminist yeah. movement kind of character. Yes. Because that's what was going on at this time. Right. And, 1968. You yeah. know, maybe it caught a little flack for that. And actually that goes a little hand in with what I just mentioned about a part that was not, that's in the book that is not in the movie. Mm-hmm. And this is when, um. There's going to be spoilers all over the place. We're going to go yeah, back we're, and we're, forth yeah, we're popping talking all about over the, the movie. Yeah. We're not going to tell you the story. Watch the goddamn movie. <laughs> um, but when she is... Uh, the, the After the ritual, you know, where she's drugged and... Yeah. And I mean, that's where Roman got the idea. You know, Rufy and the moose. And, uh, <sighs> we'll talk about that whole scene in its entirety yes. soon. But, but um, after that happens... Yeah. She actually, in the book, she leaves Guy for a little while. She actually has a little bit of strength mm-hmm. and leaves, ends up coming back, though, and then it's all back to the same as it was. But that one little bit in the book, she had, that, that out. she had that little bit of independence, that little bit of strength left in her, and you know, and then it was gone. But uh, in well, the movie, know, she's pretty much just depicted as the victim the entire time. I think that's a, right, right. Which is probably fits more in with the film. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I could see why he kept that out. Mm-hmm. You know, giving her even a little bit of strength um, which you know what the p- big party scene where she invites all of her friends right. over is kind of a you know I'm taking a stand yeah a little bit f- for a minute or so and you it's know? not as drastic as her leaving him because right the way that the film is going if she had done that yeah he'd, he'd have gone shit show yeah right you know I mean right. you see how he is just yeah I mean just really. oh his character John Cassavetes a um, an actor and director in his own right. Died at a, a too early, nineteen fifty or, or um, fifty nine years of age. He died. Yeah, yeah. And um, well, when you're sucking down about eighty five cigarettes a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And in this movie, he drops down that pack of or box of Paul. Oh yeah. You know, and I'm going. Yeah, I'm set for the day. But, <laughs> but John John Cassavetes, who who plays um, uh, Rosemary's uh, husband, Guy Woodhouse. Um, is uh he he played in like he was like a big actor in the fifties mm-hmm. where um TV just started rolling yeah. out and there were all kinds of shows mostly like theme variety shows things like that mm-hmm. uh, he was in a shit ton yeah, of those look at things. his stuff he's got tons of credits. yeah and, and uh, directing credits a lot of directing right too. A, a lot of independent stuff that he he actually put his own money into and mm-hmm. and you know so passion projects for him he's got but, a Criterion collection box set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he plays a, a struggling actor. Yep. You know, yep. plays, commercials. Just isn't, he's a good actor, just isn't getting that big break. Right. And that's. Plays where, a big role in this that's movie. Plays so, the, the, yeah. the biggest role, actually. You know, that's what gets the ball well, rolling, I guess. Starting right off, I mean, I, I cannot leave this out. The When that movie starts, when you press play, Whoa. that haunting lullaby at the beginning and end of this movie. Ted. I know. It's, that's it's, Mia Farrow singing it, too. I know, yes. Yeah. Mia Farrow sings it. And if you listen just, to the band Fantomas, Mike Patton did a cover of it, too. Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's like, cool. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it's, um, it's so haunting, but yet pleasing to the ears. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, you sit there, you just go, 
Fuck, this is good. Perfect. And sorry, I'm gushing all over the place here for this movie, but you know, yeah, the shots of New York and oh, in uh, that see hotel, the, the, the Dakota and, Hotel, where where John Lennon was shot. For God's sake, that's where it was filmed. Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's even nice to see you know produced by William Castle on there. And William right. Castle, master of the schlock and the gimmicks, uh, House on Haunted Hill, yep. The Tingler. Um, you know, the movies that had the gimmicks, you know, the, the electrified seats and things like that. <laughs> he bought the rights to this in the hopes of directing it. Uh, before the book even, maybe even it hit stands, it hadn't become a big seller at all. No one knew about it. He found out about it and he thought this would be a good vehicle for me to go legit. Because he was looking to be a legitimate director. Right, Not right. this, you know, schlocky guy with the Coming gimmicks. Coming out of the 50s, you know, he, right, he, he 50s, really wanted 60s, to, yeah. to go legit. Yeah. And, um... And eh, they just weren't having it because his name is just too associated with studio, those types yeah. of films. Stu- William Castle Films. Yeah, studio having just too much trouble. Yeah, you know, saying oh. And let's they were the really chance. wanting to court Roman Polanski over here because he had done some. This was his first American-made film. Yeah. He had done films in Europe, mm-hmm. and you know they were doing what they can to. They gave him two projects. Mm-hmm. One, he's an avid skier, I guess, at the time. Yeah. And they gave him a project that was about skiing, and they gave him this project. Pick one. And he picked Rosemary. He's like, I like that one better. So, you know, Roman was already becoming a celebrated director. They wanted to bring him over here. So they gave William Castle, you know, executive produce, you know, producer credit. And he's got a pretty, even though it's mostly his back, (laughs) he he does have a a little bit of a cameo when she's in the phone booth trying to call Dr. Hill. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's William Castle. And and, and she, yeah, she exits the the phone booth Mm -hmm. and and it's, it's William Castle coming in. Ah, uh, you know, making his appearance. Right, but he he, yeah, he really to. wanted it. I mean, he also felt, you know, like all the films that deal with and this Thank material. God he didn't, though, because, I mean, I don't I don't know. Even, you know, thinking if he, he went legit and, you know, took this serious, you know, mm-hmm. could he have made this movie? I even don't know. Even the other actors yeah. that, that were up for it. Um, Patty Duke. I don't know if you know who Patty Duke is. She was in TV in the 60s. Yeah. If you saw the kind of like cult film uh, Valley of the Dolls, which has Sharon Tate in it. Right. Um, it's a pretty cool movie, but it's trashy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in that. Um, she would actually go on to play uh, Mia Farrow's character in the TV movie sequel, Look mm-hmm. What Happened to, uh, to Mar- uh, uh, Mary. And Rosemary. Mary. Look What Happened to Rosemary. Okay. okay there was okay. a TV movie sequel. Um, even, um, what's her nuts? Uh, Ruth Gordon reprised her character in okay, that yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't no good, though. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about it later, but it ain't no good. Mm. But, um, she was up for the part. Uh, several other actors were up for the part, but he liked, he liked the way Mia Farrow looked, that waif yeah. kind of look, which suits her for the movie. Oh, but yeah. But there's some drama that went on with that because she was married to Frank Sinatra at the time. And he didn't want, do you know this story? Go ahead. Yeah, he, yeah. he didn't. He didn't want her to work anymore. Right. After that, didn't want her to give up. He acting. wanted to take care of her, and yeah. she wanted to do this film. And she'd been doing the film for a little while, yeah, and uh, she decided to stick with it. And he served her divorce papers on the set in front of everybody. Mm. Divorced her right there, mm. um, you know. And and she was gonna leave. Yeah. And they showed her some of the dailies, the rushes, you know, a little rough cut that they put together. Yeah. And the producers were telling her, you know, you're going to be nominated for an Academy Award for this. She wasn't, by the way. Huge uh. snub. She wasn't. Probably should have been. Mm. Damn Honestly, straight she should have been. been. Heck yeah, man. And um, 
because it was nominated for all kinds of other awards. Right. But she was she was snubbed for that. She was snubbed. And maybe Frank had something to do with it. Yeah, I the mo- well, the mob. Yeah. But uh, well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You're not gonna do but, that yeah, thing. I mean, she gave up her marriage to Frank get- Sinatra yeah. for yeah. for that role too, and. Well, um, hey, if she loved him that much, and she, you know, hooked up with Woody sure. Allen after that, and well, we'll get to that too. And, and yeah, just yeah, nothing I mean, but bliss and happiness. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, her career after Rosemary's Baby was nothing to sneeze about until, no. you know, uh, she met up with Woody Allen, right. and um, he, she was his muse for several. Midsummer movies. Night's uh, sex comedy is the the first movie she appears in for Woody Allen, and then went on to. You know, being many Woody Allen. Broadway Danny Rose, the best one. The best one, in Um, my opinion. Danny Aiello's in there uh, amongst... God, we should do Broadway Danny Rose for a show. Uh, You guys ever see Broadway Danny Rose? How much I love Woody Allen, too. But anyway... It's one of uh, his best movies. (laughs) It's funny, man. I know he gets a lot of flack, but... I love the more serious, um, you know, Manhattan and Annie Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Hannah and her sisters love that movie. Um, but when he's funny, when he's yeah. actually in it, yeah. and he's doing his his shtick, sleeper, you know, biggest, he gets me. You mo- know, just, that movie, he's he really got some shtick in that movie. Mm-hmm. But, but, but yeah, no, um, you know, and I think uh, John Cassavetes. There were many people who were. Going to play Robert Redford. They yeah, Jack Nicholson was thought. Jack Nicholson was another. You know one. why he didn't pick Jack Nicholson? Just because he looked a little too sinister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he remembered him and would later use him in Chinatown. Yes, Chinatown. You another know. great movie. If you haven't seen that, but um, but yeah, just yeah. and Jack's got that look. Obviously, you know. Eh. Yeah, his <laughs> Jack look, always his looks, looks like he's up to something. His looks got to fit. The part and it didn't fit this part. John uh, Cassavetes was a good good pick for oh, this. Oh, definitely. You know they would have liked an every man like like uh, Robert Redford or something like that. But a lot of times when the subject matter is like this, you don't get yeah. those big name actors. Right. I mean, after the genre was proven to make money, I mean, mm-hmm. The Exorcist didn't have huge. Na- I mean, Max von Sydow. I mean, you didn't have any big name actors really right. in that film. But then you got The Omen a few years later, you get Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, these kinds of movies, these devil movies make money, so I'll do it. (laughs) So, you know, you get a big actor. Um, And here again, you don't get, you get a lot of great character actors, but not any big stars. Well, Ruth Gordon, she was was in Scavenger Hunt. You remember that? Way back in the day, you know, well, this kind of rejuvenate. She's the old bitty, you know, uh, mini, mini. Casta Castavet. Yeah. Um, th- that kind of rejuvenated her career. The, the two, um, you know, mini Castavet. She did a lot and, of comedies after this. And, and Roman Castavet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the two With the, like the leaders neighbors, of the coven. The neighbors. Leader of the coven. Yeah, the, the neighbors who, um, you know, took care of everything for, um, who was the doctor? Um, Dr. Saperstein? Yeah, Dr. Saperstein, who, who was technically, I think... I mean, he was the doctor that they used, but mm-hmm. he was really the, the, the leader, right? Well, he, I mean, he was involved in the... I mean, as, as the movie goes on, you realize that there truly is a plot against her. And oh, even yeah, when she which, tries to convince, say, Charles Grodin plays Dr. Hill, who was her obstetrician briefly before Roman and Minnie say, oh, no, no, you're going to go to Dr. Saperstein. He's the best. He won't charge you much. I guess he's a, he's well-known in New York City right. as, uh, you know, And the whole, the whole doctor, ball so. of wax is basically, you know, new couple moves in, young couple, fertile couple. Um, 
you got this satanic coven that wants yeah. to bring the you know the child of Satan into the world, the Antichrist into the world. And they they've been trying it, and and I guess hasn't been working out. Well, they had know, this other young girl. Yeah. That um, that. Um, Forget her name. Rosemary's her name was Terry. Terry, yeah, yeah. Rosemary meets and she's living with the Castavets and you know, she's got this really cool little charm with this yeah. stinky moss in there called Tannis Root. Yeah. Which doesn't actually exist. Yeah. <laughs> which ends up being some kind of I forget what they call it. It was some like mold some witch's something. fungus or yeah, something. Yeah, witch's like fungus, that. something like that. So, yeah. And, and um Yeah, I'll wear it that. Sounds like I'll... she was gonna be, you know, the one that they chose to do this somehow. Yeah. Uh, she ends up taking a header out the window. We never exactly find out why, but probably because she realized what was going on. Right. Or, right. you know, came to realization what they wanted her to do. Yeah, it's it's hard. That's the thing. It's hard to convince, you know, if you're a satanic coven and stuff. Although they, they, they had rituals which really gave them power, which, you know, in certain scenes you saw, wow, you know. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, right off the bat. I mean, okay, so, so they move into this... Uh, this up, you know, apartment, great apartment, great apartment, everything else, and you get invited um, to dinner over with the cast of it. Right, right, and that's where. Um, well, it, it seems like they start, you know, the, uh, lots of questions, lots of questions. Like, are, know, the are, girls are, you, are over here, the guys are over here, and this is where I think are, are Roman looking, starts, yeah, tempting guy a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. they show like the you know, like the cigar smoke flowing out, and you know damn oh, well what they're talking. That's about. That's another great thing about this movie, like scenes like that, mm -hmm. like where. Um, you know, they just, the shot shows just nobody, but the smoke and you could tell they're often Off the behind side, the, the, the walls quietly. talking quietly, you know, about technically about, Hey, we can, we can get you all the money, the riches, the fame. Cause he you says want. it at the dinner table. He's like, you know, it's a shame. You're probably a great actor. You just need that good opportunity to. Yeah. Because so, so, he had so, just lost a part, remember? Yeah. Before they went to dinner, he had just lost out on a big part. Not a huge part, but an important part. Right. That uh, would have probably been a big boon to his career. Yeah. yeah. And he lost out to another guy. Yeah. And um, That's why he didn't want to go to dinner at first. Which, again, we're jumping all over the place. But when Mia Farrell talks to that guy, yep. who, who eventually goes... Well, well, well here, let, really, quick, just, really quickly... He, um, you know that's going on between the two guys, and uh, he, he convinces Guy. Wouldn't you have liked to have heard that conversation? To, oh, how did yeah. you begin that? But and and how do you go? Say okay. by the way. And how and how do you go? You know what? Yeah, I'll give. How much up, do you love your wife? I'll I'll give up my my child if she has one uh, for the fame and the riches, and you guys can keep that child, and. Um, and, and he became part of the the coven or the witches, right. satanic, uh, whatever um, cult, and yeah, I mean to give her up like that and let everything be done to her—that was the rape, the, all of that stuff. How could you do that? And in such a short period of time, you could tell after that meeting when they were sitting down that you know he, he, lots of things were he's contemplating but very quickly but, the next day mm -hmm. he's done and he was shooting back and forth to the neighbors he liked them and, and yeah in, in but, you but, definitely see a change in how he treats her yeah he, he's definitely more well, he's distant stand yeah, standoffish yeah. distant because he's he knows what's coming and he, he he's uh, it probably does affect him a bit mm-hmm 
But um, yeah, yeah. But but nevertheless, he gets he does um and get a phone call the one morning, and um, it is the other actor or his or, agent or, his or, agent whatever. or whatever. Um, and they say he went. He all of a sudden he woke up and he's blind. Blind can't do the part. So so the the cast the vets mm-hmm. performed a ritual because. I we believe find out later. You, you find out later that they switch ties because that's a big part of it. You, they have you, to have a personal item. Per, personal item, yeah. And um, you know, they it affects the other person. You know, witchcraft, right? Yes. Um, so the guy's blind, and she calls him later on the phone. Yeah. You know, to say much hey, later the, in the film. Yeah. Much later in the film, and says, um, you know, hey, have uh, you talked to my um. You know, has my husband guy been over to see you and stuff like that? And a conversation ensues, and she finds out that you know it it didn't happen and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, the guy on the phone—no, no, no, that was that was another guy on um, in the phone booth. I'm getting this messed up. Okay, we'll talk about the phone booth call. Okay, because the the phone booth call. Okay, forget that. Well, speaking of the call you made, she made to the blind guy. Yeah. Do you know who was on the other end of the phone? Was that was that the phone call? That's what I'm talking about. It was Tony Curtis. Yeah. Okay. And she didn't so, know. So it was it was that it was I was him. right. Yeah. She and, didn't and, and know the, it was okay, him. Okay. He purposely put Tony Curtis. And Which he was gave a very that, famous actor, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, Tony Curtis. Yeah. Um, you know, if you like Stanley Kubrick, some he was in like Spartacus. It, uh, yeah, inspired. Oh, and some like, oh my God, some like it hot. One of the funniest movies you will ever see. I swear to God. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, I'm all over the. Fl- I, I, I go. I, I think it happened in the phone booth, but no, no. it was in the bedroom. She when called Charles Grodin's character in the phone booth. Right there, you go. Yeah. So yeah, she was, and he purposely didn't tell her who it was. He's got a very recognizable voice. Yeah. And so she's got that kind of look on her face, that little yeah, bit she, of confused look. He did, he did that. She on didn't purpose. know who it was. To, yeah. To, get, but to like, confuse her. That sounds real familiar. Who is that? Yeah. And, Finds out later it's Tony Curtis. Yep, yep. You know, so that's kind of a neat little, uncredited little role there. And yeah. Like the, his answers are like really good. like, oh, it's great. I'm doing great. I only broke 16 dishes today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, can you like imagine that. her on the phone talking, you know, going, wait a second, what's going on here? I thought somebody else was going to feed me lines and right, talk to me. Right, right. And this, this is, is actually odd. a conversation. Yeah. He's, you know, hey, Roman Polanski kind of effed with her quite a bit in this movie. I mean, e- even the, the pregnant scene where she was... Uh, Later on, when she was pregnant and you know, like kind of spaced out from you know everything going on, and she starts crossing the road, New York City, cars going back and forth, taxis. Mm-hmm. He tells her, you know, he goes, he's filming. He goes, just start walking. Nobody's going to hit a pregnant mm-hmm. lady. And it's a real New York busy street. They didn't cord on off anything. It's yep. for real walking out in a traffic. So she's, you know, and, and he had a little handheld camera. He's right behind. He, no one else would it. do it. So yeah. he did it. So, so you, you know, just a little, you know, yeah. one of the little things. But that imagine walking in out into busy New York City traffic. Yeah, yeah. And, and she did it. And um, another person who uh, uh, is, plays in this movie is Maurice Evans uh-huh. as Hutch, a friend of theirs. Yeah, a friend, friend of theirs, and he plays Doctor Zayas in the Planet of the Apes. That same year, nineteen sixty-eight. Uh, yep. So, I mean, I had to throw that out there because another great movie and character that I love, and he's in this movie. And, so you know, you know, he and poor Hutch. Person. Later on, he 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 comes over to visit uh, Rosemary because he's you know checking up on her. And, well, you she know, well let's preface. You okay, know, go, she, go ahead. They send her to this different doctor. Uh, well, they they want to have the baby. So they want to have the baby. 
guy's real. He wasn't keen on having a baby before. Now he's keen on having a baby. Yeah, and this why. is because of his conversation with Roman. Right. Um, you have a baby, you get. Two you know, yeah, they, you know, they start fooling around a little bit, but this isn't what ultimately is going to happen. I mean, when you start seeing, uh, you know, he marks on the calendar the days that she's fertile. All right, if I was a girl, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, what's whoa. going on How here? do you even know that? True. Right, because yeah. I've been with my wife 20 years. I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. Fertile. Exactly. Yeah, you know. wouldn't know on the calendar what day it no. is, and you've been with her 30 years. And, and how long do you, <laughs> and, and how long after um, the old blood comes out, are you uh, fertile? I mean, I don't know. No idea. Is it like a week after that? I usually something? just trust the chick to you know tell me it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyways. Yeah. It, it, it bit me in the ass three times. Um, <laughs> but um you know then they're you know they're having this romantic dinner they're gonna make love later because it's the night they're having a nice dinner then you know knock yeah. on the door and it's mini um very nosy you know very nosy character you yeah. know oh what are you doing what's in there what, you know oh her she plays such a new yorker well yeah let me say this too i mean all the characters in this movie are just fantastic they all do you know, for their characters' roles, do mm-hmm. a fantastic job, and especially Ruth Gordon. She, I mean, her her character is just fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you know, always you know, running the mouth and yep. telling people what to do, and you know, and really on Rosemary like crazy, just on top like of white things. on and, rice. Yeah, and, which gets to the, what you were saying. Right. Knocks at the door and brings them both chocolate mousse. Right, and. Uh, when she, mm. when Rosemary's eating hers, you know, she's like, "It's just something not right." At about first, it. she says, "Mmm, it's good," but then, yeah, there's a well, she said, chalky, chalky taste. aftertaste. Yeah, it's got an and, aftertaste. To and it. Uh, uh, guy is just like, "Well, if if you don't want it, then don't eat it." You know, mm. whatever. I mean, he, he's like purposely trying to make her upset, so she'll go, "Oh, no, don't! I'll, I'll just oh, yeah. eat it." He's going, "Well, you know, she she put a lot of effort into it. She really." He's always to saying it. shit like that. Oh too. yeah, oh, come on! You know, if you're going to accept something, you should wear it or. You know, or with the doctor, that one drove me Poor nuts. Poor Rosemary, man. And uh, you know, she does eat a few bites, and uh, when uh, she evidently goes out, enough to yeah, yeah she yeah. scrapes the rest in a napkin. But yeah, enough to where you know, shortly after that, she tries to get it from the table, and she's she's roofied. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's and roofied. then we get a couple of weird scenes. Um, you know, she floats in and out of reality. You know, there's images of her floating in the water on her bed. Um, you know, images of yeah, other people. Yeah. And then, and then you get the, the images scenes. of the, the coven all naked around her, chanting and whatnot. And all you see are these... She's like on a ship, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, there's just, a scene like that with know, a sailor. Yeah, everybody's up on deck. That's where you see the, the comfort, you know, the mm-hmm. people that are trying to comfort her, which is, I think, in her brain. But then... Because she didn't eat all the the moose and, and the drug, probably she was in and out, kind of. So, yeah, because that's one thing Guy says. She's like, her eyes are open. She's gonna she's gonna remember this. And I'm like, no, she's not gonna remember. Yeah. And then you just see these, you know, eyes. You see these leathery hands. Well, they're all naked. Rosemary. They're all naked around her too. Yep. And there's just a plain old mattress down in the ground. Yep. You know, like it. They didn't even try know. to make it sexy, man. Just, no. Just so somehow they summon the devil. Fire in the background. The devil himself. To impregnate this woman now, and the book does go into a little bit of uh, her thoughts as the copulation is going on. That yeah. guy doesn't quite feel the same way that he normally does. He's bigger, 
you know, and all that. So, you know, there's there's that. You get those little details, yeah. I guess. And even in the middle of it, she's kind of like, you know, oh, they, they like take blood or making symbols on her abdomen. And even kind of like she, in the middle she, of it, she's like, this isn't a dream. This is happening. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, she's at first she's very like, you know, because she thinks it's a dream. She's like, OK, it's OK. It's all right. Everything's good. You know, she's she's letting them tie up her legs. Oh, yeah. To the thing. thing that was cut out when it originally was in the in, UK. Uh, UK. Yeah, they cut their that legs out. down. Yeah, uh, that scene was a little too much for them yeah, in the rating system. But uh, yeah, no, she's, you know they tied her legs down. Um, you know the blood on her, and then that's when she snaps and she says, you know, yeah, this mm-hmm. this isn't a dream. This is real. And Satan starts to get, get which, down. which you would you grinding. Would, you would figure, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. That's right. So, so, yeah, there was getting great jiggy music. with it. Yeah, great porn music playing. No, no. Bum. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? The um, devil and Miss Jones. The devil, <laughs> Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Oh, anyway, um, but yeah, that all happens. The dream. Um, evidently, she conks back out, and the next morning, she's in her oh, bed. One of the worst scenes. Yeah, this is a movie. pretty bad Terrible. scene. She she wakes up. Yeah, uh, sits up, and she's naked. Mm-hmm. All, all pleasing scenes to the eyes, but not if you say the, so. The, the the actual what it, what the scene? Okay, I'll shut up. Um, I don't like my girls to look like dudes. What the frick are you talking about? <laughs> she's just ain't nothing to look at. But I know you dig her, man. Oh my God, Ted. Anyways, um, yeah, she she's um, sorry right if you don't like a sign of a tit. But <laughs> she's got boobs. Oh, really? The hell is she talking I think they're concave, about? man. They go in. The nipples? Maybe. The, the breast itself is handfuls. I like big, heavy, pendulous, yeah, you I, know, Oprah Winfrey kind of. You like 50, <laughs> Ted likes 50, 50 pound flapjacks. It's right. I like water balloons. Big, floppy fun bags. It's, if that's what you like, man. But, you know. Now, that that I don't like. No? No. You don't like one smacking you this way, smacking you that way? I ain't getting into it. It's, it's, yeah. We, <laughs> we each like our own thing. And you can have your floppy fun bags. I'll have my perky, firm, artistic, beautiful. Artistic. Um, Guy chest. Perfect breast. If you have ever seen Nicole Kidman. I Kidman's, got bigger boobs than she had in that movie. Anyways, she sits up. <laughs> Anyway, she sits up. She sits up in bed and she she recognizes she didn't even that get she, the haircut yet. That she has, um, oh god, she, <laughs> she recognizes she has scratches down the side of her back. What chick hasn't woken up with scratches down the side? And what what the, what does um, guy say? Guy says he he didn't. You know, he's like, yeah, I know you passed out, but I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to miss baby night, so. Yeah, he's like, it was and kind of go, fun in a necrophilia kind of way. Yeah, in a necrophilia kind of way. And, and, and she's, she's like, she's, we could have like, waited till the morning. Yeah, or the next night. Or he tries to say, yeah, I am, but you know, I was flying high too. And... Well, I like when she was, she said before all of that, like, what, she's like, she's like, you couldn't, you, you did that while I was out? I mean, like basically he's you... copping to raping her while, I mean, it's horrible. And it, yeah, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just, what can she, again, a pitiful moment. Like, why... You know, she's sitting there, and she—you could tell she's thinking this. Like, why would you do that to me? Why I'm totally out? 
and we're trying to have a baby and it's just I'm yeah. romantic yeah not at <laughs> all I mean it's just oh but then we, we, we you know we, we come to find out very quickly uh, that she is pregnant yes it worked very quickly and he better a quarter Oh, yes, the quarter. And she is seeing a a Dr. Hill, played by Charles Grodin. She goes to him at first. But once the cast cast of vets find out she's pregnant, they want her to go to the doctor they know. And, you know, oh, he's the best. He's the best. And, you know, he doesn't give her, you know, normal prenatal. Right, Dr. Saperstein. They don't give her normal prenatal lives. He's like, Minnie's got an herb garden. I'm going to have her make you a special drink every day. And that drink, it's like some white chalky, oh. Some kind of herbs in it. And basically, for maybe the the entire pregnancy, like eight months, she has constant pain. Constant pain. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the doctor is constantly telling her, it'll be gone in a day or two, it'll be gone soon. And she is in miserable pain, and and she is becoming anemic. You, You can see she gets so pale mm-hmm. um there's even a scene where uh a famous scene where she actually eats some raw liver yeah and she actually a eats turkey that. up or a chicken and eats it. yeah actually eats it but she was, th- a, that's she was a, a vegetarian at the time too right and that's a thing that they um you know pre- some pregnant women will crave certain things it, it's well, like i think her because she was just anemic you know she wasn't getting any protein right right or, but but there's there's our stories of, of oh, sure. like pregnant women who would like eat like like paper like just weird odd things you know what I mean it is it, it's don't ask me why but it, it happens you know it's 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 very odd very my wife weird, just wanted like buffalo chicken all the time with the first baby I remember buff- yeah no raw buffalo chicken no nothing raw, raw nothing weird yeah you know, it's and, it's and, funny and doctor with the last one it was cheeseburgers. Really? We must have gone to Five Guys Cheeseburgers about two times a week. <laughs> it's just the point where I still don't even like going back. Oh, my God. <laughs> cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. But, but yeah, she um, they, they get her this doctor's, uh, what's his name again? Saperstein. And he certainly seems like a great doctor. And he's played by Ralph Bellamy. Bellamy. Mm-hmm. And um, What's he been in? He's been in stuff, too. Frickin' out. When I saw the name, I go, that's that Ralph Bellamy. Bellamy. I'm saying it, keep saying it wrong. The dude was in so many films in the 40s. Mm-hmm. I mean, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. He always worked. He was one of those guys who, his IMDb is tremendous. But I know him a lot from his black and white movies in the 40s. Uh, did a lot of uh, roles back in the 40s. And, and that's where I remember him from. Okay. You know who he reminds me of? The guy for the... Uh... Oh, what is that suit company where the guy says, you're going to like the way you look? I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. I, I'm telling you, I think that's the same guy. <laughs> I, is, is that a local thing, though? Or is I don't that, know. Is that there, a nationwide? Like, huh? I don't know if it's nationwide. It's it's the men's warehouse. I think that might be just you this know, part where you of You get the... a good cut suit, yeah. and the guy the guy that does the commercial <laughs> looks just like him. Just says, like you're going to like the way you look. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. I swear to God. Oh, I'm watching it. I'm like, it's the men's warehouse guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, that's See, funny. now you can't get it out of your head. Oh. <laughs> but I do think that's a little local thing or at least this part of the country maybe you know? i don't know but um i could be wrong but anyways yeah uh so he starts treating her and and you know uh miss castavets comes in and um 
Yeah, every single day yeah. gives her that drink, which right. is so disgusting. And she'll even get to the point at some where she'll not even want to take it anymore. You know, she's dumping it out. She's like, oh, I'll drink it later. Well, the, well, the scene where, um, well, yeah, she eventually tries to rebel, but not really. Just, she's very weak in this film, and it's pathetic. And yeah. uh, that's the one thing I hate, but I still love her and want to. Maybe that's why I love her character in this movie. I want to take care of her, and I want to, I want to stop these guys from doing I mean, what they're doing we to her. We were entering her. a just, period of strong you know, female characters mm, in films. Yeah. Um, I mean, even like the mom and the exorcist, pretty tough lady. Yeah. You would get alien in 10 years, and then it's just, it's gone to the nth degree now. You would get alien because in you 10 can't, years. Because you can't even make a movie with a guy hero in it anymore. I mean, hell, even a hardcore testosterone fueled movie like Mad Max Fury Road, it pretty much had to be about a tough chick first. Yeah. yeah. You know, that movie happens whether Max is in it or not. So you can't have strong male characters anymore. You even had to turn Luke Skywalker into a pussy. Um, <laughs> so. Don't get me going. But anyway. So. But yeah, but this was the beginning of, of the end of, you know, guys being able to be guys. And right. right. <laughs> no, no, right. You're right. The beginning of the end. It right. took a while. And um, and whatever. Because whatever he said in this movie, she did. I mean, yep. for the most part, until... And again, end, this, this but... movie caught a little flack because yeah. of that. Maybe, you know, and maybe that's why, you know, she didn't get nominated because she played such a weak person yeah. in, in this in this film. Maybe that's why she didn't get nominated. And, and, and maybe the the incorporated scenes that she played, like, the, you know, the rape scene, the, you know, not that you can't do nudity and, and win an Oscar, you know what I mean? Oh, you certainly can. Yeah, but, um, but, you know, th- there were... Yeah, I don't know because she should. It's, it's have, considered but... widely considered a huge snub. Oh yeah, you know? no, without and, doubt. Yeah. And we've all had that before. I mean, you yeah, know. I've snubbed plenty of times. Yeah. yeah, I'm sick of it. You know, I mean, or you, I'm just talking like yeah. in, in, in the, yeah, if oh. you follow those oh. kinds of award shows, I don't because movies I like don't get nominated for awards. Right. Mad Max Fury Road and the Lord of the Rings movies were the only exceptions. I can think of. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I knew Mad Max wasn't going to win. I mean, I'd have, right. I'd have been, you know, creaming my pants if it had. But oh, boy. It wasn't best picture quality. No, I know, I know. You know, caliber winner. But, um, but she also does, um, <clears throat> you were mentioning this. She, she, she shows up one day when she's starting to, like the first signs that she's getting sick. Yeah. You know, she comes... You know, I, I've been. She to, pulls that off real good. She, she comes in the apartment and, and, and guys sitting there, and, and she's uh, got a new haircut. Oh, Looks just like Twiggy, kind of. Um, she's got that kind of haircut it's from the sixties. It's Vidal Sassoon. I've, I've oh, been I don't to Vidal like Sassoon. I didn't like it and, much to begin with, and, and you I can didn't start like that new. Yeah, one. you can start seeing the rings around the eyes and the pale, yep. you know, look um, because the, she had that look down. Oh my God! Just perfect yeah. for that. I mean, um, but guy is just like. That's the worst thing you could possibly do. I know, just to make what? her feel good when you're pregnant and feeling, you know, ugly and fat. Yeah, and, and she thought, and she thought she was looking you know, nice, making yeah, herself feel good. You're yeah. like, that was the worst thing you could have done to yourself. Yeah, what the hell? Well, you know what? In the history of bad ideas, that's the worst. That's, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, what the hell are you doing, man? But um, that's what I like to say to my wife. Yeah, that's the worst idea in the history of bad. Ideas. I think it was from a Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> Go clean yourself up, wench. But no. uh, yeah, she's not looking great. And then um, Hutch comes over. He hasn't, you know, hasn't visited. 
And um, oh, one other thing I think is before we mention Hutch, is, mm-hmm. um, it's also nice to to mention that uh, when they first have that dinner with the cast of it, she mentions that she's you know sort of Catholic but kind of estranged from the church, um, and. Obviously, she must they be estranged the... from her family because yeah. she never once tries to call her family, never once tries to include them into her mm-hmm. pregnancy or anything. So, um, and I think the book even alludes to that too—that there's not very a very good relationship with her with family. family yeah. So she's totally on her own. You know, she oh, yeah. she's gone from living at her father's house to living at her husband's house. Yeah, and you know, she doesn't know what it is to be on her own, to be independent. Yeah, so she's always had someone taking care of her. Well, they totally pre-screened Rosemary for you know Satan to have his way with her. So, oh well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, I mean they, they, these, they asked every the, prevalent the question. The, the the plot, you know, they 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 plot everything. And You're talking about cults? Yeah, you know, I mean, they you know they plan it all out. And well, they've been doing it for centuries. I mean, whatever, you know, they, even they know real, what they're doing. And even in, in real life, because there are yeah, cults that exist and things like that. And there's, you know, dark organizations that do horrible things. And you'd be surprised who's involved in it and yeah. things like that. Um, yeah. Watch any YouTube clip on, you know, Pizzagate or something like that. I mean, there's really dark crap going yeah, on. Yeah, there is. And that won't get on regular news because, you know, government people will laugh at that. I mean, even with all the stuff that Roman's done. Yeah. And, you know, just just to get on that for a second, I guess, you know, when that happened to him, that that case, court case. Yep. Yep. No. The reason I mean, do you know, the reason why he fled the country yeah. is because he took a plea deal. He was going to he had already been in jail for a couple months mm-hmm. and he was going to that was going to be time served. Yep. And he was going to have to go to a treatment center. Right. For maybe 90 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, both attorneys signed off on it. The judge signed off on it. Someone who was close to the judge, who knew Roman's attorney, overheard the judge saying, I'm not going to accept the plea, even though he had already accepted it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to throw the book at him and give him 50 years. Yeah. Which the judge can do, but if he has accepted the plea deal that has been put before him, he's really not supposed to do that. Yeah. So Roman was told that he freaked because running was not even really the best thing for him to do. Right, right. Because now he can never come back here. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, Hollywood and all the people think, oh, we should forgive him, bring him back. But they're a bunch of child molesters and rapists anyway. So, of course, yeah, bring him on back. <laughs> but if you, you know, the majority of Americans, I think, and, and they've, you know, this comes up whenever the case comes up. You know, you do something like that, you pay the price. You come back to this country, you be charged. Whatever, yeah. you know, you be Heck charged yeah. for it. But he's he's mm-hmm. where he can't be extradited. He won't come back here. But, um, you know, obviously that could have been appealed. That would have been appealed. They would have won the appeal, but he would have had to go to jail, you know, while the appeal was in process, probably. Yeah. So he probably shouldn't have fled like he did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're looking at, you know, you're a young man and you're looking at 50 years. Well, yeah, just to hear that. You're like, uh-uh, you know, I'm out. You know, I'm not a citizen of this crap. country. I'm out of yeah. here. And, you know, he made for London from there to France and, you know, wherever he lives now, Switzerland or France. I think he mostly lives in France. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, he still Ooh, churns out his films yeah. and, and whatever. But um, what was I getting at? Well, it's just, it's even kind of funny how this movie deals with cults and then look what happened to, you know, he was engaged to Sharon Tate during the making of this film. 
but you know just what happened to her with the Manson family being murdered and, yeah, yeah. and now we're coming up on the you know 50th anniversary of this and now you know Tarantino's got his movie coming out which is I think going to save Sharon Tate at the end because yeah, Quentin, Quentin, like, Quentin likes to change history a little bit Yeah. so I think he's going to give Sharon Tate a little break in that movie yeah. <laughs> someone's going to save her probably Brad Pitt or somebody's going to save her give her a little her, break yeah. I think but um, I haven't seen it but that's kind of the rumor I heard and it's funny how all of that connected you know rosemary's mm-hmm. baby and then that happening with sharon tate and stuff and the cults and satanic right and the things that manson would do and, yeah you know give them all lsd and pretend you know reenact the crucifixion and, and all that all and, parts of rosemary's baby you know I mean, mind yeah, control and getting yeah. people under control and mm-hmm. um you know and just how she is just completely dominated by yep. you know all the people around her yeah um and then we were getting to Hutch. Hutch finally comes in to pay her a visit. Yeah. And says, my God, you look like shit. Yeah, pretty. What is going Every, on Everybody with you? does. And, and she's... she starts to confide in him a little and, and talking about the cast of Eds and Doctor, sa- doctor says, um, it's, it's, it's normal for me to lose weight, right. you know, at the beginning. I'll slowly gain it, you know, down the road. You know, the, the pain will, he, he says the pain will go away because she starts having this pain in her stomach and it just won't go away and um and some pain yeah. at first is normal but not for what ends um, up going on for eight months or whatever yeah yeah it's, months and months yeah uh because it lasts almost to the very end mm. and um oh and it's even worth noting that uh, in the beginning of the film when they're going to take the apartment they're having i think a meal with hutch and yeah. he's talking about you know how there used to be uh a family that lived there that ate children i mean that yeah. building had a Bad history, history of, yeah, wi- yeah. of witchcraft type witchcraft stuff and, yeah. and and things like that there and um he he goes and, off and, and starts doing some research on all, the cast of it all the way in and saperstein and all this yeah all the way back in 1865 i think something like that mm-hmm. uh, which she eventually sees a book later on about that right um you know about saperstein and and yeah, having a different name at the time, Stephen Marcato, I think. Or, or Roman, like you mean Roman Castavet having yeah, a Roman different Kestavet. name? Yeah. Well, actually, how um, this came about is he calls her, I think, the next day or later that day, mm-hmm. and says after he sees her, because yeah. something's just it's it's bothering him when, when she you know she's talking about the the people and everything. Well, right before. Um, it was Ruth or was it Roman? It was Roman, Roman who, comes who comes in, in and they and, meet. Yeah, they introduce, and you see Hutch, Rosemary, and uh, Roman. Roman, and Roman's just staring at Hutch mm-hmm. the whole time. So when he leaves, he takes something with him, and it's one of Hutch's gloves. gloves. And you don't realize that's the reason why the glove is taken until later on right when she starts learning about how they do what they do yeah but uh, hutch calls her and says you know hey can you meet me at 11 at the time life building yeah you know i just want to talk to you and uh, she's gonna meet she tells guy because yeah. guy specifically says where are you meeting him at oh yeah he w- specifically wants every, asks yeah wants to know everything and um, they're all in cahoots so exactly yeah. and you know we're sitting here watching it yeah and we realize why he's asking and you feel so bad for her. It's like you just oh, I, you don't I know. get it yet. You just don't get it. You know we it, and it's the thing. You know the whole audience knows yeah. and we have to watch this, and you can't do anything to help her. And that's that's what's enthralling too. On top of it for this movie, I mean you know it's a movie, and and you you're sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for her to either if this is a first time watch, waiting for her to either 
get some strength and, and, you know, get the hell out of there or continue to be weak. And I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just a thing that you constantly sitting on the edge of the seat, just going, what's going to happen next? But yeah, yeah. And uh, when she goes to meet him the next morning, finds out, because uh, he doesn't show he up. He doesn't show up. Yeah, yeah. Finds out that he, uh, you know, suffered in a, uh, I don't know, a debilitating accident. He's, he's in, in a coma. He's in a coma. And you realize, yeah, they did that to him, you mm-hmm. know. And he's in a coma for, for several months, I think, you know. He, yeah. he doesn't die right away. His character does die later on. Right. And he, when he does, I guess he wakes up shortly before. Mm-hmm. And he, he says, you know, give this to Rosemary. He had something for her. Right. He thinks, you know, even though he's been in the coma, he thinks it's the next day. And what the it was a book called um, All of Them Witches. Yeah. And he's marked a few things. And he, he tells the lady who... It's where she learns assistant. about the, the fungus and the, right, the, right. the pendant and all that, too. He, maybe it's an assistant or a housekeeper or something yeah. who he tells, because mm-hmm. she was there. And he tells her the name is an anagram. Doesn't tell her what that means. Mm-hmm. And so she's trying the book title at first, mixing the letters around, and then she gets the idea Roman Castavets because of a page that's flagged in the book where it's Stephen Marcata. Yeah. And Roman Castavets. And when you mix those, it yeah. spells, yeah. you know, if when you mix the letters of Stephen, you know, Marcata, it's Roman Castavets. So it's the same. That's where she realizes family. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's reading the book. Guy comes home, sees her reading the book. She mentions, you know, Hutch gave it to me. You know, he left it to me. He throws it away. The, the bastard threw it away. Even when she's looking for it later, he's like, oh, I threw that in a trash. Freaking a-hole. Yeah, man. And this is where mm. she's really starting to realize what's going on. She says, you know, we're not. Ha- I'm not having them step foot in this house anymore. They're yep. not drinking their drinks. Um, shortly before this, she even tries, like you said, uh, she has her party. Right. Where, you know, and, and, you know, Minnie's trying to, oh, I'll be a bartender. I'll be there. You know, they have to be involved. And she's like, nope, nope, nobody, nobody over 60 allowed at this party. Yeah, that's a funny thing. <laughs> because, you know, the funny thing is soon after, you know, she was introduced to uh, the cast of Ets, you know, it's funny because she convinced him to have them over. Yeah. But then very quickly, like the next the day almost, around. it was the other way around. She just wanted... No more to do with them, you know. Uh, it, it just was funny how that well, worked that's, out. That's like what guys that, said. You know? Oh, once you let them in here, you're never going to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that's what happened. It's it's helpful to note at that party they have a a, a moment where you know she kind of breaks down in the kitchen and all the girls are she's talking about this pain she's having. Yeah. And I'll, I'll lead into where we're we're headed here yeah. with, when you know he throws the book away. And uh, guy even tries to you know muscle his way into the kitchen. She's like, nope, nope, girl talk, girl talk, get out, get out. And he don't like that. Mm. Um, and and they're convincing her. You know, when there's pain like this for so long, it's telling you something. Something pain is, is not telling right. You, you can't yeah. go to this doctor. You know, because she's like, he's not doing anything. He's like, go to another doctor, get a second opinion. Yeah. And so that's what she. After the party's all over, that's what she's telling guy. I don't want. I'm not want them. I'm going to get a second opinion. I'm going to listen to my friends and do this. And he's going off. He's like, it's not fair to Saperstein. You know, you're not yeah. being fair to him. And I mean, he's doing anything he can to change her mind. And then all of a sudden, the pain stops. Yep. And she feels the baby move. 
And I don't know if that he was... won't touch it. Remember, she wants to put his hand up, and he pulls away. Yeah, yeah. Because won't he, even he touch knows, it. He knows he ain't gonna. He ain't the daddy his. of that baby. Yeah, and so that changes her mind on things because in the next scene, oh, she's drinking the drink, and, yeah, and, and getting I almost everything thought, ready. I almost thought that the pain went away because she stopped drinking the drink, but evidently not because no, she th- continues to drink it. I think after the that. coven had something to do with that. I, yeah. I don't know. I, it couldn't have been coincidence. Yeah, and um, nevertheless, the pain stopped. Right. So, yeah. And then you know, and the, the then Hutch dies. Came back yeah, again. she starts looking much better. Mm-hmm. Then Hutch gets the news that Hutch passed away. She gets the book. All right, and now she realizes what's going on all this time. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, definitely, Cassidy's we're we're done with them. You yeah. know, they're not having anything to do with this. Yep. Still not really realizing that guy's got anything to do with it. Although she's starting to suspect him, yeah. like she wants to see his shoulder. She's like, you know, because he's got to be marked somewhere. Yeah. He's not. But um, you know, then yeah, she really most, starts breaking yeah. down. You know, trying to escape. You know. Um, She's got her little suitcase packed for the hospital, but she's... Tries hor- to head off to the um, other doctor yeah, that she's she started off money. with. Yeah. Um, she goes to Dr. Hill, uh, has to make him a, a frantic phone call to get him. That's where we see the William Castle cameo. Yeah, He's in, just in the phone out. booth. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not much. And if you don't know who he is, you wouldn't even know who he is. And we're talking, as we're talking, you know, realize if you haven't seen this movie before that... Every scene is, I think, is just beautiful. It's the, important. The, Every, you know. the, the streets, the the locations, mm-hmm. uh, the sets, everything is just beautiful to watch and flows so beautifully. What but I think makes it, it yeah. really good too is it's there's several instances of just really long takes. Oh yeah. Um, not yeah. like how a lot of movies are today with cut, 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 cut. Mm-hmm. Um, it must be very boring for actors to have to, you know. Play a little bit, cut. Do it, you know, a little yeah, bit, yeah. cut. Because that's kind of how movies are made. Yeah. Uh, long, fluid takes down hallways and things like that. Right. You know, it gives, you know, I would think an actor a little bit more chance to breathe and really feel the character. Oh, yeah. Um, Without which a doubt. I think is something that's missing in a, in a lot of films today where, yep. you know, maybe that's just why the older ones are better. But, <laughs> Possibly. But, I mean, that's one thing yeah. I notice in it, too, is, like, just, you know, really long takes without many cuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes a difference. Sorry, mm-hmm. but it does. No, um, but But she's going to the doctor that Dr. she Hill. originally went, Dr. Hill. And she, and, she goes um, to the bookstore. She's buying these books on witchcraft, takes it all with her. She's she's painting the story to Dr. Hill, who only saw her one time, by the way. Right. And he's sitting there. He's listening. Charles listening. Yeah. Um, and, and she and was saying, you know, there, there are plots against people sometimes, aren't there? And he's well, like, yeah, he's saying, yeah, I mean, there are evil people out there, you know, that right. at, at times there is. But then she mentions his name, Saperstein. You know, Dr. Saperstein, yeah. and he goes, oh, oh really? Well, he didn't want to step on those toes. Yeah. And, and it makes me wonder, yeah. does he know? Yeah, is he part like, of it? I mean, or, you don't I mean, see him later on, so right. he's not there. Yeah, so, yeah. But it doesn't mean he doesn't know. Right, right. That he's involved in something. Yeah. I mean... Maybe he stepped back from what was going on. But anyways, yeah, he knew you know, Maybe something. he knows that... You know, because there's people who know about people who do horrible things, and they keep their mouth shut. And yeah. you know, they're just as guilty and complicit, in my opinion. Right, right. But, you know, you think he's going to help her at first... But no, but that really fades away room. really quick. Yeah, he puts her in a room and says, rest here a little bit. I'm, I'm going to... Because he's going to offer to take her to a hospital. I'll yeah. take you to the hospital right now. But what he ends up doing is calling Dr. Saper, Saperstein and Guy 
and they both come back, get her, and pretty much force her. And that's when you know Doctor oh. Hill's back there, and he just closes the door. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah, right Keeps there, himself out of it. Right there, you know that he knows something. And even worse than that, you know, is when they come in. You know, guy's the husband. He doesn't even march up there and say, "We got, come no. on, we're going." It's Doctor Saperstein who marches yep. up there. You don't even see his face; you just see him from the chest down, and she's like a little kid looking up yeah. at him. Yeah, you know, it, it's you like the peanuts. Face. Yeah, you don't even see the the adult face, and he just says, "Don't scream, don't make a big deal out of this, or I'll have you put in a mental institution." Yep, come in with me right now. Yep, and I mean, I think he even knows the jig is up. She knows exactly what's going on. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Yep. You're coming with us. <sighs> And, you know, so sad. Oh, they get her back God. to the apartment. And it's not long after that, um, you know, they all start coming in the room and, and well, she yeah, starts going she, into labor. Because yeah, they're trying to drug her. They're trying to knock her out. She's laying in the bed when they bring her back. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you see the entire complex or coven, whatever, yeah. slowly working their way in every doorway. And they all, like, bombard her and hold her down and... Shoot her up with a sedative and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she, um, you know, even get, stick a rag in her mouth. Yeah, and, to quiet know. her up, you know, and 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 ends up having the Bringing baby on labor. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and the sad part is, uh, I forget the name of the lady who's somebody's sitting next to her, giving her pills every night, giving yep. her food, and taking her taking breast her milk, milk, which they say they are throwing away. Yeah. Oh wait, because we don't, we, we didn't tell them, yeah. uh, because. It's a couple of days later. Yeah. Doctor Saperstein and Guy come in and say, you know, the, the baby died. There yeah. were complications. And she, yeah. And, and at first like, she says, "No, right. That ain't you true. took it. Yeah, you, you took, took it. it." And she even hears a baby crying later on. Yeah, through the walls. Through the so, wall, and she which asks, Guy says because he says a, a new couple, a new neighbor, right? new neighbors are up there, and she goes, "Do they have a baby?" And he said, uh, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. How'd you know? Yeah, I've been hearing it. But, yep. Yeah. And." Mm. Um, you know, yeah, she's having to pump her milk, and she asks the lady, you know, what do you do with it? She's like, oh, 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 we just throw it away, and and she knows it's bullshit, so she even puts mm. her to the test a little bit. She's got like a dirty spoon, and she's gonna put it in there. Mm. She's like, oh no, don't do that, don't do that. She's like, well, you're throwing it away anyhow. Like, well, no point slopping it all up. Yeah, I just they're not hiding it very well no 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 because she's she stops taking the pills hiding them inside the cracks of the bed yeah which is kind of cool bricks yeah little bricks bricks in the back and uh Mm. it's going to get to a point here it's it's worth noting that um earlier in the film when they were first looking at the apartment yeah um there was a big chest of drawers i think they call it like a high boy or something like that yeah and it was blocking a door and it's just and the, a closet. The, and the one guy who's, I think, complicit in all of this, he's the one that mentions it. And he goes, yeah. he goes, is that blocking the closet? There's yep. a clo-. probably on purpose because she. Well, they because, need that. Well, free. The lady but, who yeah. lived there. So the lady died. She didn't die in the apartment, but she died. Old yeah. lady. And she moved that there. She blocked it. There's a reason why she yeah. blocked it. As they're looking through the apartment at the beginning of the film, she sees like some like some journal entries or something. One of them just says, you know, I cannot associate with, you know. And I think what it is is she put that there because so, there's a door in, in the back of that closet into the uh, Castavet's apartment. Yeah. And I think she put that there just, you know, to barricade it yeah, a little I don't, bit. She didn't want nobody coming in bothering you know, her. I but... mean, not that they were looking at her to be, you know, Satan's mother. Right, know? right. <laughs> you know, the, the devil child's mother. Yeah. But she does go in there. 
sneaks in with a butcher knife, by the way. Oh well, yeah, we're, we're yeah we're right at the end the of the end movie here, here and and yeah she, she she grabs a knife and because she's with it now because she hasn't been taking those pills she's been hiding them and um, yeah walks in there and slowly makes her way through to the room where they're all sitting like just. Everyone. You know, yeah, all the characters guy, that are... All those old ladies, Dr. There's, Saperstein. There's a Japanese guy there taking yeah. pictures. Oh, I take pictures. You know, it's like... I was going to say, know. it's always the Japanese guys taking pictures. The elevator operators always have to be black. <laughs> that's, that's what it was that's in this movie. movie. <laughs> but, but you know, yeah, she's... um. Oh, and I love how the cradle, there's a cradle back there, and it's black. Yeah. And it's draped in black. There's a little inverted cross, like a like a mobile hanging. Right. Down. It's and the baby's crying, and uh, mm-hmm. the one lady who uh, uh, Rowan comes up um, and, and starts talking to her and, and telling her, trying to convince her, like because they're all the, a little shocked when she comes in there, and they, yeah, you know, they're, they're, you know, they have to explain. But they, I mean, they realize the jig is up, right? And, you know? and that's when Rowan starts to say, "Hey, you know." Mm-hmm. Hey, you are the mother, and these be a mother to him. The the two other ladies are, are older, and they're you know. Yeah, this is says, your, you don't have to join. It's like you don't have yeah, to join. Just, us, just be a mother. Be a mother. Take care of the baby, and and that's when she 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 goes and sits down for a little bit, but then the baby starts crying mm-hmm. and crying, and you know the one old bitty's really like yeah, like, like has it, no idea what to do with a child. Yeah, I'm dumb. Do, what do, the do hell? we think just. You know, rocking it like a jackhammer is yeah. going to help. Yeah, yeah it works. Flipping it out of the damn bassinet. Yeah, really? Um, but, you know, the mother, something inside of her just, you know, gets her to stand up and start walking towards the baby because she hears the cry. Mm. And, um, you know, Rowan has to tell that other woman, Doing get out of right. here. Right, because she, don't, she doesn't even want her in there. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, 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 she's going to hurt him. You know, even when she finally walks away, when Roman makes her walk away, she's like, you know, mm. Yeah, yeah. St- Stupid. Yeah, I, yeah that was kind of dumb. But anyways. Um, but yeah, she sees the baby and, and, you know, gives it that, you know, little bit of smile there. Uh, she, at first she even said, you know, when she first sees it, what did you do to its eyes? What, yeah, you know, what yeah. did you do to it? Yeah. You know, um... They said it has his father's, father's eyes. eyes. Oh, and it's even yeah. great, great when and they do it earlier do, in the movie too. When they go, you know, like when it's the new year, like yeah. you know, the year one, the year one, and, and you know, they say it the again here. One, it's yeah. the year one, you know. And, and when they are all in that room and toward at that ending scene, when she does go over to that, you know, they they do they all start chanting and, and going, "Hail Satan! Hail yeah. Satan!" Satan Hail the, the mother of you know the, the mother of the child of yeah, Satan and, yeah. and you know year one and, yeah. and his name is Adrian Adrian you know, yeah. I mean, Adrian Adrian yeah yeah but but the the movie ends with her pretty much smile, the smile comes the lullaby on lullaby kicks in and the lullaby kicks in and man it's just what a beginning what an ending man yeah. and then everything in between you know it's got you on pins and needles and just you know feeling sorry. You know, it, it's it's a roller coaster of a film. It gives it, it gives you a lot of emotions, and I, I think that's what I love about it. And it's it's just, the ultimate slow burn type of uh, horror film. You know, build, 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 build. Get puts the, you know, in the story. It's know, one of really. those movies, man. Where, and it's yeah. it's claustrophobic, even though it's a big apartment. I mean, it's just most of it takes place in the confines of an apartment, and oh, you yeah. know, it's just frightening. You know, because. 
you know, there's people out there that believe crap like that. And, and, and whether you want to believe it or not, I mean, stuff like this happens. You know? I mean, I hate to say it. I mean... No, that's you, absolutely you, true. Or, you know, there are people out there that perceive that they can do things like this. Yep. And, and, and if you don't believe me, just look at all the stories that have come from... I mean, even the Charles Manson, just, just yep. one instance of somebody trying to, you know, use the name of, uh, you know, evil for, you know, to, to get... Whatever, you right. know, it, it, there's cults out there, stuff like that, and, you know, just be wary. That's right. Don't join any cults. Yeah, yeah. Rosemary's Baby was followed up by, uh, technically, two sequel or, well, a, a well, sequel they, yeah. called uh, Whatever Happened to, I think, what was it called? Whatever Happened to Rosemary. It's a TV movie. Yeah. Um, there's not much. I, I know what it's about, but I never actually watched it. Um, I know it ends with Rosemary being taken away by a possessed bus. Ultimately, <laughs> to, okay, a possessed bus that you could just yeah. throw it out after that. Yeah, okay. And there was a okay, remake, yeah. like a TV series remake. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I didn't watch, but I'm with um. I, f- I forget the name from of the, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I yeah, think. yeah. I did watch it. I'm it, sure if they remade it today, know, it, it, it would was, have a lot to do with yeah. terminating of, of a pregnancy and stuff like that. There would be a lot of that in there, I'm sure. There was, it, it was that's di- how you could modernize it. It was a different film. Um, but yeah, it was... I mean, come on. It's, mm-hmm. it's not the original. And, no. and I'm not just hating on a remake. It just... The, the remake was nothing compared to this. If, if Rosemary's a 10, the remake was like a 2. two. I mean, and plus, it was a TV movie. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't even theatrical. I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't watch it. But, you know, I ain't ever going back to rewatch. Yeah, it. who's watching that again? But, you um, know, this, this is the same a, author, Ira Levin, yeah. did write a sequel to it, um, you know, 30 some years later called mm-hmm. Son of Rosemary. Um, I I have it, but I haven't read it. Um, Sounds like it'd be an interesting read. I haven't well, read it either. What but, it, yeah. it's basically about is. Um, you know, Adrian's full grown. He's about the same age that, say, Jesus was when he came into his own. Mm-hmm. And um, Rosemary has been in a coma for a long, long time. And uh, Adrian's become very wealthy. He's like a, um, you know, leading like a uh, charitable organization. You know, basically he's loved the world over. Mm. And, Isn't that how it goes? you know, raised by the Castavets. Yeah. Uh, Rosemary comes out of her coma miraculously, so she becomes famous all of a sudden too. Um, he, Adrian, tells her, you know, I, I renounce Satan. I don't, you know, yeah, they they've tried to raise me to do this kind of work, but I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, ultimately, throughout the whole book, what comes down is whether it's willingly or unwillingly, he does eventually unleash the downfall of man, the Armageddon. <clears throat> whether he actually, you know, meant so to or not. So he's the Antichrist. Whether willing or unwilling, yes. Yeah. Um, his destiny is still the same. I would um, it has to do with a virus being unleashed. I would love to see and, a Rosemary's Baby too. And uh, the devil actually, the hell? you know, drags, you know, Rosemary to hell, you know. Yeah. But then she wakes up. And none of that actually happened. Yeah. And it's the night that she and Guy decide to have the baby. Maybe that's why it's never been made. So, is it just a big cop out? Is it all a dream? Yeah. You know, because there's little, evidently, there's like little telltale signs that 
it, it, this is prophetic. It's still going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but it, again, ends up being a damn dream. The whole thing. All of Rosemary's, most of Rosemary's baby and all of Son of Rosemary is Although, a dream, it, according to the author. Okay, unless it's prof- prof- prophetic. Possibly. I mean, you have to kind of read that into it. Maybe it is. The book's not the I would sequel love, book. I would love to see that become a I movie. I can shoot you the book if you want. I'll, yeah, I'll shoot I, it I over would love to, you. to see it become a movie. But anyways, I mean. You know, like, I haven't read it. I know it's not rated without very Mia high. Farrell, I mean, I don't know if you can. Yeah, maybe it's it's too far gone. You know, I don't know. But, yeah. It's it's not rated very high. So, you know, most people don't really give it a whole lot well, of readings. But it exists. It's out there. Yeah. It's from the same author. But. We all know, just because the same author writes something don't mean it's going to be any good. Right. So we've seen that a number of times. Of course. And... Well, cool, man. Yeah. There we go. Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Long time coming. Yeah, long time coming. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to hit up some of these other satanic movies, because uh, most of them have, you know, issues. Let's do a top ten satanic movies. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Satanic movies. Anyways, um, so yeah, I mean, the, if you haven't seen this movie, man... Get off your ass. Go watch this movie. It's got a Criterion Collection Blu-ray. And let, let us know in the comments below what you thought of this movie. Um, whether you liked it, you didn't. Um, what what you liked most about it. Uh, what well, you can't out say you, you don't like it. So, I mean. No, yeah. I mean. Unless you're a complete tool. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Nevertheless, check out links below. Um, we'll have more content coming soon. Uh, check us out next week we always got something coming every week Um, yeah so there you go man until next time right Ted right late late horror show out out